Hello and welcome to You Me and the Economy, a weekly podcast from the Center for Financial Accountability. In this episode of You Me and the Economy, we are going to hear Bhargavi Rao, Joe Atiyale and Tanya Thomas talking about the upcoming Energy Finance Conference India. Welcome to the Energy Finance Conference India podcast. This is Bhargavi Rao. I work with the Center for Financial Accountability and I've been an interdisciplinary researcher looking at issues of development. Hi, hello. I'm Joe Atiyale. I work with the Center for Financial Accountability. And hi, I'm Tanya Thomas. I research and write on infra and energy in India and work the CFA. In this podcast, we will collectively discuss about the third Energy Finance Conference India that CFA is hosting from 14th to 17th December 2021. We want to walk you through uh, what the journey of hosting this conference has been like uh, in our first two years and what you can expect in our third year. Uh, you know, what are the, who are the speakers? What are the themes we want to cover? We have a wide range of speakers from energy experts, activists, academicians, trade union leaders, industrialists, journalists and government officials. And uh, the diversity of our participants and our themes will help you understand the energy finance landscape in India better. And through this conversation, we will help you be informed to participate in our EFCI and engage with our speakers and topics so that we can all ensure that we are completely aware of where we are in the current landscape of climate change and what is needed if we are to ensure the country transits to, to a just and equitable source of energy with uh, no one left behind. Uh, so Joe, can you tell our listeners about how and when we started the Energy Finance Conference India? This was started in 2019. This was started ma- mainly because of the felt need for a dialogue between different stakeholders of energy sector in India and internationally. So the Indo-German Center for Sustainability at IIT Madras and Climate Trends, together with Center for Financial Accountability, came together to kind of organize this conference. Uh, as Tanya already said, this is a coming together of different people concerned about the energy sector, whether it's CSOs, think tanks, industry, financial institution, government, officials, and others. And there are also national and international speakers and participants coming together, making the quality of conference rich. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear how institutions and organizations can join hands and do something so incredible to draw attention to this uh, energy landscape and uh, help everybody understand where we are and what we can do. That's true, Bhargavi, and we're hoping that the government will listen and you know they implement policies along these lines of equity and justice when you talk about climate change uh, work in India. So, Joe, can you tell us uh, what the themes were? were in the past two conferences, who the, who the speakers are, what was the sort of response you got? In the first year, I mean, since that's the first time that we are holding such a conference in India, we took the general theme of energy finance. It was held at the IIT Madras campus and it was inaugurated by Mr. Vikram Kapoor, uh, the CMD of the Tamil Nadu Generation and Distribution Company, Tianjin Go. And the speakers included a wide range of people, including Mr. Devsaheim, who was former chairman of the Haryana Electricity Board, Subodhya Ganda from the Ernest and Young, Tridhar Ramburthi, from en- uh, Environics Trust, Thomas Frango, who is the former General Secretary of All India Bank Officers Confederation, Vibhuti Garg of IFA, Ashok Rao of All India Power Engineers Federation, and Josie of Prayas Energy Group, and a, w- and a wide range of speakers 
came together in that session. I mean, I mean, in that two-day uh, conference. The second year, uh, what we did was to kind of focus more on the political economy of energy transition. And that being a COVID year, I mean, 2020 being a COVID year that was held online. And hence, we also had a good participation internationally, both speakers and the participants. The South African activist and the winner of the Goldman Environment Prize, Makoma Lakalaka, was one of the speakers at the inaugural panel, while Vandana Shiva, Ajay Shankar of Terry, E.A. Sharma, who is the former Secretary of Ministry of Power, and a few others joined the inaugural session. We also had a wide range of speakers uh, last year as well. Saumya Datta, who is an advisory board member of UN Climate Technology Center and Network, Rahul Tonkia, senior fellow at the Center for Social and Economic Progress, Tejal Kanitkar, who is an, who is an academic, Girish Srimali from Stanford University, Gautam Modi of New Trade Union Initiative, Samanda Smith, who is an activist and director of the Just Transition Center, uh, Justin Goy, who is from the Sunrise Project, uh, and a wide range of from trade unions, academia, CSOs, and others kind of participated in the conference. That is such a fantastic lineup, Joe. And uh, I think what, what hits me most when you name all these people is that you have people in the grassroots working so closely with um, marginalized groups or working with climate change as, and as, as well as people, you know, in government, in policy making. So it's a great place for an exchange of ideas. Uh, for our listeners who haven't been able to attend the previous uh, editions, how, how do they catch up? Well, I mean, we have uh, recorded all the sessions and have put up on our website. Uh, that's available in the energy finance page uh, of the CFA website. In addition to that, so each speaker's presentation is recorded and the PPTs, wherever it's available, it's also kind of available there. In addition to that, we have brought out a report on last year's uh, conference. It's around 80 pages. Don't get scared by the length of the report. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a very comprehensive report of energy transition, looking at what is transition, what could a just and economical energy transition entail, particularly in the Indian context, and what are the kind of lessons we can learn from the global experiences. We also are looking at the national and international policies and governance practices, the socio and ecological and cultural cost of energy transition, market regulations and access to capital, and energy transition vis-a-vis -vis transportation, agriculture, and industry. So the report is a comprehensive piece of work bringing together different aspects of energy transition, not only from the national perspective, but also from the international. Oh, that's so fascinating, uh, Joe. And uh, it's really useful that uh, our listeners can download this report and uh, read it. And uh, it, it also sets, you know, a great historical background to anyone who wants to understand the energy landscape in India. So uh, moving on, maybe it'll be great if you can share uh, this year's themes and who are the speakers and what are the key specialities of uh, this year's conference. Uh, this is particularly in the context of uh, COP26. Yes, this year the theme is how clean is green financing, understanding the national and international landscape, uh, investors and uh, its efficacy. This is in the context of, I mean, a uh, lot of investments coming in the name of green and clean and climate and many different in institutions are putting a lot of money, investing a lot of money in the country and across the globe. So what we are trying to kind of do is to bring together different aspects of green financing and the conference will be held 
from 14th December to 17th December between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Indian Standard Time and this year again because of the covid situation we are holding on the zoom platform we have the former minister of environment forest and climate change mr jj aram ramesh uh, inaugurating the uh, conference and we have meena raman from the third world network nitin sirti senior journalist climate change expert chandrabhushan gender specialist kalyani menon sen uh, economist ajay shah environmentalist ashish kothari and again a wide range of speakers from different sides of the debate are coming together uh, in this conference so oh, that's really fantastic and i'm i'm sure our listeners will want to tune into this uh, conference tanya i think you can share a little bit about the themes for this year sure uh this year's conference we're talking about green finance and how quote unquote clean it is So after COP twenty six, what we've seen is there's a lot of talk about funding the energy transition and questions about who's going to pay for it. So this talk of money is has now become central to the idea of building a sustainable world. Uh, you know, questions about what financial instruments are we going to use? Will this come from the public sector or the private sector? What are the returns that investors can expect? And how do we make this investment equitable for marginalized marginalized groups of people? So at EFCI this year, we're asking questions about whether this money is really green does it come from clean sources is it targeted well who gets to define what green finance is and who is regulating all this flow of money uh and what we're also trying to sort of highlight is that if we don't put these parameters in place running the risk of anything and everything being defined as green in finance even even things that are destructive to climate or to biodiversity so the the what we're hoping to achieve is make sure that not anybody who puts the label green on an investment or a product gets a pass in this new you know sustainable world we're trying to create thank you that is so interesting and it is so comprehensive too and it seems so holistic because from green finance to ensuring uh, what happens to our biodiversity is like you know a complete picture uh moving on uh to the format itself and some final questions uh what is it that makes these webinars so well attended i i know from uh, last year the numbers were in hundreds so maybe you can share some in sites also on how we managed to reach such a wide and diverse audience who are also very engaged in these uh, discussions and debates well this is basically because there's a felt need for a cross sectoral conversation dialogue uh, usually we tend to kind of talk within a group most of us are agreeing uh, to each other whether it's industry whether it's cso whether it's bankers here is an attempt where we are trying to kind of bring together different people together on a platform so that there could be kind of cross sectoral conversation dialogue uh, debate all 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 those kind of things and this also kind of uh, paves way for learning from multiple perspectives i mean rather than just one perspective given to you and then having to kind of weave your position around that there is a opportunity that you are getting to hear multiple perspectives and then you can arrive at a position yourself and the openness to debate learn and even disagree with each other that i think is very important for a healthy conversation and as i was saying earlier this is a platform for multiple perspectives sectors and sides of the debate and all this put together i think gives the audience a good opportunity to kind of engage on the issues relating to kind of energy finance in a very different way than we are kind of conventionally approaching uh 
So that is so true. Uh, it's so important to hear multiple perspectives and uh, more important is to disagree and continue debating and engaging on these issues. Um, so just a couple of last uh, things. Uh, what has been our major takeaway from these conferences, Joe? I think this is basically that we are bringing together pe- people, as I was saying earlier, from multiple sides of the debate. I mean, there are more than two sides of the debate usually, right? I mean, we all agree to that. But it's important that we kind of bring together, have a debate, have a conversation, disagreement, agreement, learnings, and all those kind of things. It gives an amazing opportunity to kind of learn from each other. That's what, I mean, the last two years, it has been a great learning experience for ourselves who have been kind of engaged on energy finance issues for some years now. And at the end of it, we are able to kind of arrive at a more rounded understanding about the issues rather than we building our perspectives on one side of the debate. So, I mean, this has been our takeaways in the past two years. Great. Uh, So if we are to change something uh, next year, what would that be? Well, I mean, the first will be to kind of meet in person. I mean, we we, we are tired meeting on Zoom. Uh, because, I mean, uh, meeting in person uh, and having a conference, physical conference, gives us an opportunity to kind of have more debates over coffee between sessions. It's not just that you switch on your Zoom and switch off your Zoom, and that's the only time you can have a con- uh, have a, have a conversation around this. Uh, physically meeting kind of allows you to kind of go back to the speaker, have more clarity about it, more conversation around it. So I think one thing which we really are looking forward for is to get out of the Zoom and meet in person. Yeah, let's all hope and keep our fingers crossed so that in 2022, we will meet in person and have more serious discussions over coffee and, uh, you know, over meals. Uh, Thank you, Joe and Tanya, for your time and walking us uh, through the last two years of EFCI and also the upcoming event. Uh, And as a last question, what is it that you would like to say to our listeners about this year's EFCI? Why should they register? Well, if you are interested in issues of climate change and green financing, if you want to hear multiple perspectives to arrive at a at an informed position. If you are interested in hearing a blend of activists, think tanks, industry, people from financial institutions and government, join the conference. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Tanya, last words from you. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening in today. For more information about the third edition of EFCI, please visit us at our website. That's senfa, C-E-N-F-A dot O-R-G forward slash EFCI. You can find details of our social media handles. We, we put up posts regularly on all upcoming events in the description here at the podcast and on our website. And if you have any more questions for us, any suggestions, any subjects that you think want to be that you think should be covered, please write to us at EFCI at senfa.org. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank both you very much. Thank you.